Hey everyone, this is Mary Christopher. Today is Sunday, May the 1st, 2022, and this is our Sunday meditation podcast. I am sitting outside, you may be able to tell, under one of my favorite trees, and the pollen count has gone down, thank goodness. I'm still adjusting to the pollen in this part of the world and there's such a variety of trees and bushes and plants (laughs) that there's always a new variety of pollen in the air. So I'm having a major respiratory adjustment to the pollen. And fortunately, my system does adjust. I have friends who live here and in Texas and other places that have a terrible time with allergies and with pollen. So um, it's not any fun and it's oftentimes it's difficult to stay calm when, when we feel short of breath for any reason at all. It's difficult to be calm. Now that bird hasn't been singing at all until I <laughs> until I started the podcast. So <clears throat> there you go, right? Um, one of the things that I do when I notice that I'm having difficulty breathing, and I can tell that I'm getting anxious about that, is I just I do whatever I can at the moment to slow down and even though I can't take always take a deep breath I try to take a slow breath and one of the things I've discovered is that um, there's a, a little trick and there's a way that you can expand your lungs out to the side okay um, it's easy to do and it's something that that singers, like professional singers or people who sing a lot or who have any kind of vocal training know how to do this. And the reason I know that is that one of the people in meditation class had um, serious vocal training in her life. And we were talking about this way of expanding your lungs out to the side, your your rib cage out to the side so that your lungs expand. And she said, oh yes, I, I know about that. I learned that when I was, had voice training. So there you go. But if you do that, like instead of trying to take a really deep breath, which you may be able to do, but when my lungs uh, are not happy, I have a hard time doing that. But we can expand our rib cage out to the side and that opens our lungs in a different way. And I'm able to get more, it feels like I'm able to get more air into my lungs. And the main thing, of course, is um, to be as calm as possible when you feel like you can't get enough air. And the other thing to remember is 
that our body is always, always trying to heal itself. Which is why we have an immune system and all the various systems that we have in our bodies. So um, that's another thing to remember because it can help us feel a little bit calmer. Okay? So I hope everyone enjoyed the partial solar eclipse and the new moon. There seemed to be a lot of energy with this one, especially with uh, the placements in, of course, in Taurus, and also the lineup in Pisces, Venus, and Jupiter, and Neptune were very close together, all lined up. In Pisces, and Mars was in Pisces as well, but not close to the those other three. And I did a podcast on Friday, Friday evening. I did a, a new moon solar eclipse podcast, which is the one just before this one. So if you want to listen to that, I talked more about this specific new moon and the specific lineup of everything if you're interested so here we are where we've got a new moon and we've got a 28 day lunar cycle in two weeks we will have a lunar eclipse I don't know if it will be a total eclipse or a partial um, but two weeks we'll have a full moon and then we'll go into the last two weeks of the lunar cycle so right now is a good time especially when we've had even a partial eclipse because it that the fact that everything is lined up like between the sun, the moon, and the earth, it accentuates or amplifies the energy of the new moon. So <laughs> we've got some extra energy that's available for getting <clears throat> things done. So a new moon is always an excellent time to start a new project a new habit even a small one and especially with habits if we start it on a new moon then we're going to be building it into our schedule and into our pattern of life for 2 weeks and within by that time we will have it pretty well into the system. So the thing we know, we all know this, the thing that builds better habits, well the thing that builds any habit, but since we're trying to build better habits, right? The thing that builds better habits is repetition. And then the body gets used to it and also our our emotional body gets used to it. 
and all our little neurons get lined up, especially if we do something for two weeks pretty consecutively, then it gets itself in place in our system and we can just kind of follow up and and work with that habit. Of course, we, we have to keep actually doing what we plan to do. So one of the things that I've, I am determined, absolutely determined, to get in place is stretching before I go to bed. Now, I've almost got the stretching when I wake up in place, okay? So I, I do that stretching when I get up pretty regularly. But I really want to get this stretching before I go to bed in place because sometimes, and I know this is true for most of you, we have a really busy day and then maybe we eat late and maybe we've got some stuff to do like paperwork or computer work or whatever just before we go to bed and then we're, we're just ready to fall into bed. Um, and I usually do my meditations first thing in the morning. And I do try to have a few quiet moments in the evening before I go to bed. But sometimes I just fall into bed. And then I do some prayers as I'm falling asleep. That's an insistent bird, isn't it? But I really want to get this stretching before I go to bed into place, which means that I have to be a little more thoughtful about how I plan my day. I've actually got to put that in there on my schedule. And it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It can be a short amount of time. And I want to do this because I know that I sleep much better if I stretch not vigorous but nice gentle stretching before I go to bed so I am determined to get that in place so it becomes a nice easy habit and I will let you know how I'm doing with this so my suggestion is pick one thing that you would like to incorporate as a habit, as a regular event, (laughs) or regular something that you do, pick one thing and figure out how you can get it in place. And then just work with yourself very gently and naturally, very easy to do whatever it is when you think it's the best time, right? So, like with me, stretching before I go to bed, that's a specific time frame. But you may have something that you want to do and you don't have a real specific time frame for it. So then it becomes important to figure out, through actually doing it, to figure out what's the best time frame. So. Let's take the next two weeks 
to get some healthy habits in place and get them in in a good time frame that works best for us. And let's do this in a very gentle, <laughs> sane way. Okay? And this is this is a good thing to do because the healthier we are, the better we think, the better we feel, uh, the easier it is to get things done, and uh, the easier it is for us to adapt to change. So that's important. And the other thing that I'm going to keep doing, which I like to do anyway, is to spend more time out in nature. And one of the great advantages of doing that is that it reminds us that we're part of creation. And the way that most of us, at least in the <laughs> first world countries, the way that so many of us live our lives is we go from the house to the car to the place, from the place to the car to the house or whatever, we're, we're disconnected from nature. And the result of that, or the effect of that, is that we feel disconnected. Like, you know, like we're just kind of floating two inches, two or three inches above the ground. And people didn't used to feel like that in that same way because so many people gardened or farmed, or raised animals, or uh, cooked, and I, you know, now we can go to the store and buy eggs and, and things like that, but we can also buy uh, frozen vegetables that are already chopped up, or we can we can buy, um, like I get uh, tomatoes and peppers and onions chopped up. It's like a relish for tacos or burritos or my egg burrito in the morning. And I don't have to handle, all I have to do is scoop it up and throw it in with the eggs, right? I don't have to handle the food. So, we're forgetting where food comes from. Just kind of in general. Food comes from the grocery store, right? Um, no. Um, and that's, this is what I love about going to the farmer's market on Saturdays. Is that it helps me remember where food comes from. And to be very grateful. To be very aware and very grateful for the people who grow the food and take care of the chickens and the cattle and, and the sheep and the goats and, you know, our sources of protein. We grew cattle and we had some chickens as I was growing up, but they were primarily for eggs. That's we wanted the chickens for eggs. And we had great eggs. Wonderful eggs. 
so um, we when, when we're not involved in producing our own food to some extent when we're we just kind of run from the house to the car to work or to wherever um, and we don't make our clothing anymore I mean most of us don't make our clothing I have friends who knit and who make quilts and um, they make wonderful wonderful things beautiful I have a beautiful hanging that um, one of the ladies in meditation class made for me and it she I had a t-shirt that I had gotten in Santa Fe at Jackalope, which is a just a crazy store that I think it's still in Santa Fe, but I had gotten this t-shirt with Our Lady of Guadalupe on it, and a friend of mine had bought it and given it to me um, because I was born on the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And she's just kind of looked after me my whole life. Um, so anyway, the, this poor t-shirt had seen better days and we were talking about it and my friend said, I, I will make a wall hanging. And she grew up knowing about Our Lady of Guadalupe and she's a quilter and everything. So she made this amazingly beautiful, she took the t-shirt and she salvaged the image and just did a great job. So I have this absolutely wonderful hanging. It's about the size of a regular picture, you know. It's maybe six by eight or maybe a little larger than that. Um, and it's, it's just wonderful. But my point is that she knows how to do things like that. So she can pour herself... Goodness gracious... I don't know what's going on in the neighborhood, but hopefully that won't. She can put her heart into that, and it's that's like people who who can cook. They can put their heart into what they're doing, and partly because they're handling it. So, anyway, um, we tend to be disconnected from the world we live in, and as partly as a result of that we are also disconnected from our feelings and that is a topic for a whole other podcast but my suggestion is that during the summer it's summer here in the northern hemisphere and uh, well almost summer it's spring and it's fall in the southern hemisphere so Spend as much time as you can outside and let yourself begin to feel connected again. With, you know, our feet on the ground or on the beach or take a, take a hike in, in the woods. And spray is fine. <laughs> I don't want you eaten up with bugs because some people attract bugs more than others. But just consider doing that and... Remember that we are part of creation. We're part of the, the land, the air, the water, the sky. We're part of all of it. And 
and being in it and breathing the air from from the ocean or from trees or by a river or a stream is different than breathing the air in a house or in an office or in a car. So give that a try. Okay. Um, our friendly neighborhood mosquitoes are coming. So let's do our meditation. And I was thinking that everyone may have had a busy weekend. So I was thinking we could do a grounding, um, heartwarming meditation today. I get a lot of good feedback from people about the heartwarming meditations. So I thought we could do that today. And as I mentioned, I'm under a very lovely and very tall, it's a double oak. It's, it's got one base and two trunks. Okay. So I don't know if it was originally two or one or what, but there it is. And it's putting out a lot of fresh oxygen. So, if you've been sitting for a while, be sure and stretch, move around. And when you're stretched out, then find a comfortable spot. If you can be outside, great. If you can't be outside, then just visualize or imagine. Use your amazing imagination and see or feel yourself in your favorite spot in nature. Might be on a beach, might be in the woods, might be in a garden, might be on your back porch with all your favorite plants. So see or feel yourself there. Might be by a river or a stream. Some place where you can feel the rhythm of nature and hear the sounds. Feel the freshness of the air. And when you're comfortable, then let yourself relax. Find a comfortable position for your hands. Be aware of your breath. We want to feel our breath. Follow your breath as you breathe in. Breathing in through your nose. up into all your sinuses 
and down your throat all the way down into your solar plexus and as you breathe in feel yourself becoming more centered and as you breathe out follow your breath from the bottom of your lungs up past your heart through your throat, out through your nose or your mouth, and as you breathe out, allow yourself to relax. As you breathe in, follow your breath. In through your nose, through all your sinuses, down your throat, down into your solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, Feeling the breath move from the bottom of your lungs up past your heart, through your throat, out through your nose or your mouth. Allow yourself to relax a little bit more. And when you're feeling centered and relaxed and you're at ease with your breath, then bring your awareness to your heart. <coughs> you may want to put one or both hands on your heart and be aware of the area surrounding your heart. And feel your heart beating. And if you're using your hands Maybe you can feel the warmth moving through your hands to your heart. Or maybe you can feel the warmth on your chest around the area of your heart. And when you're feeling centered, And 
and at ease with your breath and relaxed, then let yourself rest with your heart. Just very gently resting with your heart.
So, as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down into your solar plexus. Be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath, Be aware how relaxed you are. You breathe in. Following your breath all the way down into your solar plexus. Oh, big yawn. Be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath from the very bottom of your lungs, past your heart, feeling the rhythm and the warmth of your heart, through your throat, out through your nose or your mouth. Be aware of how relaxed and at ease you are. And remember this feeling of being relaxed and at ease is actually normal. So good work, very good work. I was moving around there at the end, trying to find a quieter place. So if we do this, if we, if we take five or ten minutes, two or three times a day, just to be quiet, nothing, nothing extravagant, <laughs> just to be quiet, to give ourselves a few minutes to breathe and relax, can be very productive. be healing and really keep us on an even keel during the day. So have a wonderful week. Take really good care of yourself. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the good that you do in the world. And remember to breathe.